welcome back to Stable Together. Uh, this is the second comic review of the week of October 10th, 2018. I'm Ooze. I'm Sudan. And I'm Peachy. And we are going to be listening to uh, Peachy and Sudan talk about that, that amazing Spider-Man. The boring Spider-Man. I, I dug this. The, the, no, it was really good. It's yeah. a... Um, what's the word for, like, not a lot happening? Like, um... Um, uneventful? Uneventful Blase. issue. And it wasn't, like, a key issue or anything, but I, I... There are some one-off stories that they have that are, you know, for one reason or another have, have their work. Fisk is someone's bitch. Fisk yeah. is someone's Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Um, the story is, of course, continued by the current writer on the book, Nick Spencer... Uh, and Humberto Ramos did the normal cover as well as the inside art on this book. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. What was the a little background of what happened in the last issue, issue number six? So Peter and Boomerang? Fred Myers. Boomerang. Fred Myers Boomerang are in a bar. The no book. name. And um, Peter the liar. Right. The liar. They're pretending that he is the liar. Doing Spider-Man trivia in the villain bar, and he's kicking ass. And Wilson Fisk, who Boomerang has been having issues with and has yeah. been avoiding, put out a hit on him yeah. and said, yeah, we left off with all the villains looming over Peter and Fred Myers. Yeah. Um, and now we're continuing from there. Yeah, everybody was just getting that text. And basically, we, we kind of pick up in the middle of chaos where the all the villains in the bar are attacking Pete and Fred. Fighting? Punchy? Um, Can't Spider-Man? More, do, more, more dodgy, Heidi. Yeah. Can't Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, you know, dodging behind counters and stuff like that, avoiding attack and stuff like that. Um... And Fred at one point throws a boomerang, um, a sonic boomerang, to try to, you know, affect the area of the bar. Make so they people can... want chili dogs. <laughs> yes! Speaky! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, to just basically you know, as a tactic distract everybody right, and, right. so they can make their escape. Um, that unfortunately doesn't work. They start uh, fight, you know, kind of fighting their way out and everything, whatever. He all um, grabs the gun and hands it to Pete. You know how to use this? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, and and then we cut to uh, Wilson Fisk in the middle of the, all the chaos. We cut to Fisk, and uh, he's having a conversation with his assistants, watching and, the live feed from those. Yeah, and. Uh, we basically find out that what he offered all the all the uh, rogues there was uh, the deputy uh, sheriff deputy, mayor deputy uh, mayor no, the, wait. the position that Matt Murdock had no it wasn't deputy <laughs> mayor let's see um, boomerang offered deputy police commissioner position oh. yeah deputy police commissioner so we find out that's the that's what he offered up to them to get them to you know. Because the bar with no name has a strict code, no weapons, no well, fighting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that 
that's a, obviously a pretty big thing that made them all, you know, go for the prize. Do, do we come back to the bar from there after we find out about that? Uh, I, during that, right before that, we also get a little bit of back and forth between Pete and situation. He's all like, like, I really like the little, hey, it's just like playing Call of Duty Latveria. He's like, you never let me play. <laughs> it's because you're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we learn about that. And, um, yeah, I like the let's kiss some babies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish goes out to let's kiss, kiss some babies. Um, at the end of that little scene, uh, we cut back to the bar, uh, and one of the rogues, the, the fight's still going on, one of these guys has like a flamethrower pistol and goes to shoot at Peter, and Boomerang jumps in front of him and takes the flame blast, oh, man. knocking him down. He's, you know, obviously hurt, whatever, and... Peter thinking fast, he tries to use his the liar persona. Um, he's like, tries to bluff his way out of the situation. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't work. Right. You know, somebody calls his, one of them calls his bluff, but it was just enough of a distraction um, for Boomerang to get an explosive Boomerang ready. Your um, weapons will backfire if you try to use them. Yeah, yeah. Is he for real? Nah, can't be. It won't yeah. backfire. He tries to play on their superstition that, you know, he can do what what Fred told him he could do and all of that. Whatever. Villains are a superstitious lot. I don't want to yeah. die, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so um, he throws an explosive boomerang and that's good enough for them to make their escape. The, the bar goes up in an explosion, blah, blah, blah. Um, they escape into the alleyway where they're sitting on a dumpster and they're having a, a talk. Yeah, and it's pretty great. He's, he's like, hey, you're obviously hurt. Are you okay, Peter, to, to Fred? And Fred's like, it's nothing. At least, you know, it was nothing if I got to prove myself to you. And he's oh. like, you know, well, kind of there a little bit, but you're a supervillain. Doesn't change the fact that you're a supervillain. He's like, no, you know, he tries to plead his case. I'm reformed, I've changed, I've been on Good Morning America, I think it was, or whatever he says, and uh, and Pete's like, yeah, I've heard all that before, you know, I st I'm still in touch with Spider-Man, and he's followed you a couple times, and he knows what you have going on with your old gang. Which, referring back to the old card game we had a couple um, weeks ago, a couple yeah. issues back, where the couple's therapy, and yeah. stuff like that, and... Yeah. Uh, that one was cool. We get back to that one. Uh, this is... You got it wrong. All wrong. We had it all wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like... He's he's pleading his case. No, he's like, it's not what it seems. I'm not back in crime. This is what the deal is. And it shows him at a poker game laughing and talking and having a good time with his friends. And then they all start, you know, singing The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. And then one of them starts like stuttering and he messes up and messes up and then it shows him calling it shows boomerang calling the tinkerer uh which is system malfunction yeah system malfunction we call the tinkerer and come to find out that they're all lmds or life model decoys that he had the tink tinkerer rig for him 
so he can hang out with them. Oh! Because he doesn't have any more friends because of his old ways. He was really backstabby and stuff like that. And he really doesn't have anybody left. And he starts talking to Pete about how, you know, I thought, you know, when I moved in with, with, with you and, uh, like, I always forget Robbie's son's name. Ronnie? <laughs> I'm showing you the scene where he goes, after he gets off the phone with the tinker, he sits down and goes, looks at the guy, he's all frozen, puts his arm around him, puts his head on his shoulder yeah. like a sad puppy. I'm like, but as we're going through, I'm showing her that one. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. It was pretty freaking sad. It was touching, though. He's like, I, I thought, you know, since... I moved in with you guys. I was trying to start over with a clean slate. I could, you know, I thought I'd get in with a good crowd and maybe make friends with you guys. So I, I got a new chance. And Pete starts thinking and he's like, well, I screwed up recently with the whole exposure of not really doing the college paper and all that. And everybody, and I've screwed up with MJ and everybody's been so patient with me and giving me another chance and whatever, so he felt for him, and he's like, there's no reason I can't give you another chance, he's like, uh, Sunday nights, he's like, huh, he's like, Sunday nights, we go to, uh, what is it, C the Upright Citizens Brigade, what, so, uh, sorry, yeah, I love Upright <laughs> Citizens so many comedians have started on that, including Daniel Abadan and Brian Rex, the Ninja Sex Party, but continue, please, no problem, I thought you'd get a kick out of that, um, <laughs> Uh, and they have improvs on improv on Sunday nights, yeah. um, and he invites him. You know, open invitation. You're That's welcome awesome. to come with us, or whatever. And he's like, "Really? Do you mean it? Thank you. You know, whatever." Um, super thankful about it, and it's really cool. They form a genuine friendship there, and Pete is like, "I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass," kind of thing. Right. Um, Oh, I, I like that the, during this part of this heartwarming part, there was still the humor of, like, these LMDs that he had created to have companionship and play poker with, where he, he grabbed, after he put his head on the shoulder and was crying, he looked yeah. at the cards and grabbed him and was like, motherfucker was cheating! He was, yeah. <laughs> he was still cheating! He was cheating! <laughs> but that, yeah. I thought that was a good little bit of humor, but... Yeah. After all this, we get a flashback to Fisk. Yeah. Fisk, who was not happy about his plan failing, saying no more chances. Um, they were saying, like, you know, go after anybody that's near him. And they tell him, like, well, he lives with this people in a new uh, apartment. He's got really chummy with his new roommate. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're like, um... They were kind kind of nice with each other. He's like, "Go, go after them until he finally understands." Um, take them out, and then you hear the voice, the same, similar voice we got a couple of weeks ago. And the eerie centipede hooded character. Mm. It's just the voice. Fisk recognizes it. He also he actually seems a little bit scared. Yeah, he tries to warn his assistants that were um, with him to get out, but they were too late. Killed. Yeah. So, um, by the centipedes, and then he, here comes this hooded centipede guy out of the the shadows, or shadows, going, "Hey, you know, you don't touch Peter Parker." 
Yeah, he's like, well, he doesn't say him by name, but he's like, yeah, you don't leave the roommate alone. But he's like, you can do whatever you want with that boomerang guy, whatever, but you leave him alone. And he's like, there's rules. And Fisk is like, you know, puts up a fight, stands up, you can't tell me what to do, oh, kind of stuff. But there you come, I'm into my mansion. Then shows him his wife. Yeah, yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, so that he's got the power to conjure up the dead or something, oh. or give people what they want or something. So he like tempts Fisk with his wife, which he's always wanted back and has always pined over. Um, and he uses it against him. Yeah, and he's like, you know, who your master is, basically, and forces him to kneel down to. He's creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't like he, his face. Yeah. What face? <laughs> yeah. He is creepy. We don't, but he's like, now you know who you're. I, I forget what he says at the end, but it's, it's like, damn, he got Fisk to kneel. Yeah. And that was a pretty good ending. I dug the book. It was emotional. It was, uh, it, it did have some of the backstory going on. It, it, it had a lot going on. I dug it. Yeah. And, um. uh, comical. You know, <laughs> you know, what did I say earlier that comic books aren't supposed to make you cry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm actually, I I kept pretty steely eyed today about it. I there and there was some stuff gone down, for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah, there is some pretty jarring things that has occurred in recent readings. Um, right, Ooze? Yeah, um, but. That's what, yeah, this one was really heartwarming and then tear jerking and then like creepy at the same time right yeah. after it because you get that guy. But then you get this. Um, we didn't mention this, but they're doing a splash on the back of every comic from Marvel for uh, I believe he's the co creator of Green or no, the creator Ghost of Ghost Rider. Rider. Co creator of Ghost Rider, yeah. Um, Gary Frederick. Frederick. It was a pretty cool little. In memoriam that they're doing there, kind of yeah. like they did with Jack Kirby and such. Super classic uh, picture of Ghost Rider that they put up there with him too. Really, really cool. Um, I re- I really dug that whole redemption story in this book. Yeah. Um, and I do hope that Fred doesn't you know screw it up and whatever. There was another part where he's like, "So Sundays, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I was gonna rob a bank, but..." I'll see if I can move some stuff around. <laughs> Peter, like, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty. But yeah, a lot of laughs, some heartwarming stuff, some almost tear-jerking moments, and, yeah. and some creepy uh, behind-the-scenes things uh, happening uh, with with the villains. With yeah. the, there's a lot going on with the villains. Um, and, and this mysterious character who we... Still have no idea who it is. We didn't get any. Uh, any Still hasn't given us a name. Like We've oh. seen him, but and some the creepy stuff he could do. Uh, there was that that first encounter that Mysterio had with him in that courtroom, um, where he made him uh, hallucinate. There was just crazy stuff going on, and just I'm so it's really really intriguing. I'm, I'm super excited to see who he is and what. He's obviously manipulating things in the background, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens on it. 
You guys seem to be enjoying this author. I overheard a conversation at the comic book store that people want want Nick Spencer to stop writing Amazing Spider-Man. That's unfortunate. What are they expecting? Well, he's yeah, he's a new writer. Well, they they want. I mean, I'm the, they grew accustomed to Dan Slott, which was a great. He wrote a lot of great stories, great art, um, including including Edge of Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah. Wow. and he's actually writing. Uh, Spider. He wrote with on Spider Geddon, I believe. No, uh, he didn't. That's uh, why you got to read the. Oh, the end things. He got cre- just he, got yeah, because it's cre- his. It was his story arc. This is based off of his story arc. Oh, okay. But, ah. Yeah. But yeah. Good stuff. I'm liking it. Yeah. It's um, still kind of like they've given us a lot of hints at things. Craven, this weird centipede guy. Fisk is still involved. There's a lot of players being put into it, but what's the play? For you know. Sure. I'm so I, curious what they're doing there. I also like that they're bringing uh, Fisk back as a Spider-Man baddie. You know, because he—that's where he got his start. At, was as a Spider-Man baddie. So, that not only uh, facing off against, because I know in the Daredevil book, Daredevil's trying to mount evidence against him, and you know, well, take him like down. That would so. cut almost went south for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's trying to mount him. What? <laughs> He's just fisk on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put him against him, but put it against him. Put him against the wall? Yeah. No. Oh. It'd be all. Weird and misshapen. <laughs> I am sure. Um, a little bit of breaking news. Breaking news. We got the Aladdin. Genie poster shoes wisely coming out in May. But that's not only breaking news. Breaking news is um, the Disney Fox merger might be ready to close January 1st, according to the top executives. Freaking finally, yo. We can finally have closure on this one and returning. Other breaking news is I'm a fan. I'm a fan since Rogue One, Jurassic World. Um, Michael Gaichino, Gaichino, whatever, they will return to score Far From Home for Spider-Man. Oh, nice. He did Homecoming. Nice, and yeah. nobody cares, but Tom Cruise had some photos from Gag. from a set of Top Gun too. Top Gun, yeah, motorcycle. Other good news besides the awesome news of Ruby Rose, though, we might throw that out. James Gunn uh, possibly yeah. moving over to direct Suicide Squad too. Yeah, interesting yeah. change in, in um, directors moving over. Yeah, we'll we'll see. late in the evening when that came out, I think it was that yesterday. Yeah. Um, Late in the evening, I think it was solidified uh, that he got in the position to write and direct. Nice. Um, it's good to see that they're you know, they're excusing his past. They're taking the fact that he's a decent director and he's done some great, great product. He's done nothing really super bad to yeah, it, you know um, keep him from the job. So we'll see why not. Also, yeah. news: um, Taika Waititi made a children's book. It's called "The Sun Is Kind of a Big Deal." So, yeah, I gotta check that out, too. <laughs> Who also is possibly gonna be doing directing episodes along with what's-his-face for, um... The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, the Dave Star Filoni. Wars series. Dave Filoni, yes. Great, great little bits of news coming out there. So we have to look at the Wheel of Destiny. Yeah. To figure out what's going on next. Yep. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin this. I'm predicting Sudan. 
I'm gonna yeah. spin the wheel of, of destiny. destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I am predicting correctly. It's it's angry today. Oh. It's a suit on. Suit on. It's like this guy is going to say everything and talk about all his comics and then sit there and be hot. Um, so. I, I only have next is really um, the Immortal Hulk because we're only Spider Geddon for the end here. Yep. Stay tuned. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we will be talking about Immortal Hulk number seven. Number seven. In um, the next episode. It's really interesting. Like, this is a lot of traumatic things happening in our books this week. Even Spider Man had a little bit of a trauma there, but there's some we traumatic things. So stay tuned. Bye. on stapletogetherpod.wixsite.com and pretty much anywhere you can find